1: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
0: Working Class Bowhunter Podcast starts in 3, 2, 1.
2: Episode number one hundred and twenty-two of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, right here in beautiful Sherrard, Illinois, sixteen hundred Buck Slayer Place. We're in the Buckatorium. I'm a little under the weather. We're on Facebook Live, so you guys might witness me throwing up again. I know Ross did, mm. and uh, yeah, that's a that's how we uh, that's how we showed up here.
0: I've never seen you as sick as you are. Like normally, I'm just like, yeah, you're sick because you ate like shit all day. And uh, but no, you. I think you really are sick. And, I've never uh, seen.
3: I've never seen him like this before. Oh uh, yeah, it's bad. I don't. Yeah, I,
0: typically you're at this point after about six TV dinners and mm-hmm. like a whole case of Bush <laughs> lattes. Yeah, as, as soon as I, uh,
2: <laughs> I got over here and me and Kurt were talking. I go, Kurt, I either got to go number two or go puke. <clears throat> And he's like, all right, just go puke behind the garage. Don't puke in my house. I'm like, all right. So that,
0: as we were saying, Ross pulled up in his truck. Ross Bigger's here again. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so he's you're pulling here. in to my driveway while Steve's puking in the alley, and you're on the phone with Clark. I
1: was on the phone with Clark, and I uh, I seen Steve <laughs> walk by, and I swore he waved at me. And I'm like, hey, I'll just get wrapping up this conversation here. And talking to Clark and we was talking about swapping the drone back and forth and uh getting some stuff done and he said or I, I, I he was trying to talk to me I started hearing something I'm like what is that I swear is that a, is that a dog barking or is that nope figured out oh. it was Steven <laughs> over there behind the vehicle just making all kinds of racket he, oh yeah oh, so finally good. after like five minutes of this going on I got off the phone with Clark and I opened the door <laughs> and I said Steve oh what the hell Are you okay? He said, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I feel great. I said, no. Are you sick? What's up? Don't come near me. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I
2: I have no idea what it was, but, like, as soon as I puked, it felt just like so much better.
0: Well, I think you're hitting a slump again, so this will be fun. So, Steve might puke live on Facebook and uh, live on the podcast, which will be probably a great time, except for it's in my house, but... Yeah. um, And...
1: Or quiet long enough for us to get a word in. Yeah, we can talk that hunting for once. Yeah. This could be the yeah. best podcast ever.
2: Man, you know and you what know, we really couldn't do? Uh, do this podcast without our lovely, wonderful, awesome partners over at HHA Sports. That's right. Scott Bakken. Big Scott, shout out to him. Love that guy. Uh, hashtag Single Pin Nation. Hashtag HHA Nation. Um, those guys are awesome, man. Uh, listen to a couple podcasts we did.
0: Um, there should be another one next week. Yes, Talking about... <laughs> possibly new stuff possibly some news something that they're doing i don't know maybe you should just listen mm-hmm. um, but that's all we'll say about that so big shout out to those guys lifetime warranty great single pin sites check them out also scent crusher they have taken <laughs> taken the hunting world Take by storm it. um dan drake great guy um he's the big dog behind uh scent crusher great products from the bag to the ozone go to the closet um it's really changed the way we've done scent control honestly um but yeah big shout out to him um also smith's custom meats and deer processing see i'm doing all this because steve is, is is quiet i'm it feels hey, weird hey, you're doing yeah, good, I'm, I I'm like it, him, boy. good but uh yeah. scott smith andrew smith i think he's watching um thanks for everything you guys do they're big supporters of the podcast we take all our deer there from meatloaf to jerky to venison <laughs> jalapeno and cheese brats well, ross
2: gets to try the meatloafs i brought him uh, an italian and a regular i'm nervous to
1: try it i uh <laughs> coming from you i don't know hey man hey, uh, it, <laughs> it's good stuff it really is awesome. I, I, I
2: took a bite out of them like five minutes before i went and puked so right uh, no, that's, I, what, I, that's <laughs> what i'm worried
0: about <laughs> no they're uh, they're whole uh, it's so good um awesome. so we might well, unless you got a vet shout out steve i don't know if you're prepared see i'm calling him out on the podcast for once this is great
3: I do
2: have. You're, a, you're loving it. I'm gonna have a real conversation with Ross
0: this episode. I'm I do, more excited about You know, what, about
2: that. I do have a. I had a vet shout out and its. Uh, I didn't write it down. It's on my phone. Um, and our phones being used for the uh, Facebook Live, but uh, we'll get that next time. So we're gonna give the Dark Horse Lodge uh, a shout out because those guys are awesome. You know, and oh yeah, it. You know what? What their whole mission is. It's gonna be a peaceful retreat for combat vets. Um. You know, they could uh, use some donations. Go to darkhorselodge.org. Find them on Facebook. Um, I don't think they're on Instagram, but I'll, I'll double check. But, yeah, check them out. Um, you can donate. You can just send them money. Get in contact with them. Figure that out. Or if you're going to go to Amazon, go to smile.amazon.com. Select Dark Horse Lodge. And then whatever you buy, a portion of those proceeds go to um, go to the Dark Horse Lodge, so it's not going to cost you anything.
0: For sure. Um, Scott Clark just uh, commented, Longbow Dan uh, for the vet shout-out. I follow that guy on Facebook. Um, good stuff. So, thanks for that shout-out, Scott. No, Longbow Dan. There you go. Ross Bigger from Respect the Game. Elites Respect the Game. How has your season gone? I mean, we can we we, let's catch up from last time. Last time we talked, you killed a nice deer in North Dakota, South Dakota, South Dakota. Dakota. Yep. One of the Dakotas, one of those Dakotas. So way to start off 2016 season. Yep. And kind of give us a rundown from there, man. What have we missed out on? And,
1: Oh man, we, uh, so yeah, I felt pretty solid coming back to Illinois going into the season right at the beginning of October. Uh, I had some hit listers, Mm -hmm thought boy this could this could really uh turn into something something good this year. Looking forward to it. Um we didn't we didn't uh we weren't doing near as good as we wanted to right off the bat. I thought we had some some good opportunity or good weather to get to get out there and get something shot uh early season. And nothing. Nothing was uh just seemed like tons of does. I mean we had lots of action there but Mm -hmm. um, it started slowing down and then you get into the middle of october so we had no opportunities to shoot anything early other than does and i didn't shoot at any of them um just seemed kind of slow so i kind of stayed back for a little while middle of october rolled around and i backed out and just started working and i got all my work pretty well done by the end of uh the end of october and seen guys starting to knock them down all over right. facebook yeah. i thought geez i gotta get out the timber <laughs> and uh finally got out there i i went straight to go uh, film for clark that was his vacation time so i went oh, and right. film yep i went and filmed for clark and uh first day it was november 1st i i uh was hunting with him and we seen how many do we see geez there's a ton of deer i think there was seven or eight different bucks cruised through and about ten thirty, he ended up getting his shot so uh, he shot a nice one real real yeah. good deer yeah he killed a stud and uh so then we we went out the next day and we did a bunch of we did the recovery um and and had a really good time there and then i went back started hunting again and we hunted hard through the rut thinking well, it's got to happen yeah hunt, yeah right? so and i Ended up having some of my hit listers uh, got shot and around from the neighbors. Oh man! Uh, I was here and how
0: many? I mean, do you know exactly?
1: Two, or? two that I know of, uh, and then the other ones that were there. I thought they would be there, just have never showed up. I don't know where they went, what they're doing, but I right. just boy, this year I was really riding the struggle bus, thinking. Uh, I mean, I I really had to keep my keep my <laughs> spirit high as I could because every time I turn around, and think. Man, it's got to happen today. We get skunked, like get skunked on November 10th, not see a deer move. Right, thinking, right. which what should is, not happen. What is happening here? You well, know, I remember getting Snapchats from you, like
0: grinding it out, grinding it out, like yep. almost every day. And then the weather got cold, and it yep. just it kept going. But I was expecting after after Clark killed his, I'm like Ross will be up any day. Yeah, like He's never fails. Nice. You already were having a good season. You started with the high, and then I'm like, it's I'm waiting for that post on facebook or that text message like hey got a big in
1: Yeah, i was thinking the same thing i thought (laughs) boy i get my get my facebook post ready here and uh geez save it as a draft baby all i gotta do is add the photo yeah (laughs) yeah no i (laughs) but no i i was hoping for it and it never did never did come together so uh grounded out just hunted hard i mean day in and day out we were sitting midday like i've talked before yep we all of them morning night what's the trail cameras doing what i mm-hmm. mean I, I anyways um didn't happen so out of all the encounters we had small bucks l- you know little does everything no not one encounter with one shooter deer Man, the it, whole isn't season it,
0: isn't it weird how you can have them on trail camera you can see them out moving when you're not in the stand. The yep. neighbors are killing them. Everyone on Facebook is killing them. It's, it's like yeah. it's going to happen any day, and it just yep. never does, or you just don't see what you think you should be seeing, and it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, you know, and you're just it's just the way it is. That's it's, my whole season
1: right now.
3: Yeah, that is I true, mean, it, but it happens. You never know.
1: Well, the way we sit there, <laughs> we sit there in a the blind. Just uh, I don't know for the last three weeks, four weeks, just straight sitting in a blind. Through every brutal day. cold. Me. Me and uh, my buddy Austin Chandler. I'll give him a shout out. He's stuck with me the whole time filming, and uh, we'd sit there, and I'd I'd get down and think, man, dude, I don't even think I want to hunt tomorrow. Let's just take the day off. I'm burnt out. And he's like, you know, we're gonna get back out here, and we're gonna keep right on hunting. And then he'd get down, and then I'd tell him, dude, we're hunting tomorrow. I mean, it's happening. Right. And that's how we went back and forth. And every time that. We sit there, do the math, and think we can outsmart these deer and put ourselves in front of a big one. Nothing. Yeah. And then and we look at each other and he goes, and he says it all the time. He's like, Hell I don't know. I can't figure the damn things out. <laughs> <laughs> I can mean, I mean we You never really can though. I mean, you people
0: that you watch the juries and your guys' show and whoever else that is patterning deer and getting on these big monsters. And it's like you can figure them out. Well, you think you have them figured out? Yep. Sometimes you might, but most times you don't really. And I always talk about this like it can literally do uh, animals, wild animals, deer, big bucks. They can do whatever the hell they want to. Yep. That's you know any
3: any any animal,
0: any animal, wild animal, it right. can go wherever the hell it wants, yep. and it doesn't have to walk by you, and it can wait until dark. And yep, it's so. like you think
2: you have all, all the answers, but they change the question. Yeah. R.I.P. Rowdy Piper, man.
3: I think Steve's coming
0: back. Uh-oh. Oh, Ross, thinking, we got to get this podcast yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm,
2: I might be uh, I might be uh, exiting the uh, the room here in a couple minutes. Oh, don't knock uh, the live yeah. feed
0: over, buddy. We wouldn't want know. that to happen. Yeah, oh, don't
1: worry, I'm not going to be moving that fast. Um, but uh, it, so we stuck after it, and after after these day in and day out hunting uh freezing to death not seeing anything like windshield negative -15 days is yeah, like the last and, three and, weeks. and we're and we're running trail cameras like crazy so um and I'm scared to death to go in and so I only want to go in and hunt that spot just to pull that camera to see what's going on mm, so right. you know you got and I'm running uh, 20 some cameras so all these different spots food plots little little spots here and there i wanted to get to so bad mm-hmm. finally i just got to the point where i just thought you know what midday i'm getting in the ranger and i'm going to pull every last one of them and i don't care if i blow something out so i started pulling them that way and we had two different cameras producing two bucks out right. of all that so i thought dang we out gotta 20? get 20 yeah Oh yeah, I mean like no hit listers showing up. These are different deer. One of them, I guess I should say, the one I ended up killing is mm-hmm. is one that I shot and missed last year and he was 3 and I thought he was 4 last year, so I flung an arrow at him and I missed him by 16 miles, I think, but <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> over, oh, over and behind by a lot. Anyways, gave him one heck of a warning shot. Right. And he ran off and I got a good video of that and i thought i thought man i got to shoot that deer this year and uh figured out he was three never found his sheds i don't know where he goes to drop his sheds but we walked every inch of that place looking for him um but so we went out there uh we he got a couple pictures of him but they were night pictures and i thought well at least i know where he's at mm-hmm. and that was okay I'll, i fast forward a little bit too far 20 cameras running And they're spread across maybe three and a half miles. And so three miles, I'd say three, three miles. And which it may be less than that if you think about it. But anyways, it's a long ways. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled one camera on the very far end of the farm. And I had a picture of him. And then I going through all the cards, I thought, well, now we got, we got him kind of pinpointed where he's hanging out, right? Going through all the cards Matter of fact, he was on the opposite end of the farm <laughs> there. No kidding, the next day. At night still? or It was a day shot, but it, it was like the night before in the dark, and then the next day, like 10 o'clock, right. I got a picture of him rolling through. So he just all over the place. And and I thought... He
3: just couldn't make up
1: his mind, could he? Oh, no, man. He so, on his mind. I, you know, I just figure... This is really the only shooter that I know of that I'm actually getting pictures of. Right. And I can't pinpoint where he's hanging out or even where his travel patterns or where he's moving through. There's no bottlenecks. I can't even. I, I mean, right. I'm shooting in the dark right now. Mm-hmm. And anyways, this deer finally showed up. Uh, Where did he show up? He showed up on a food plot. It was a staining bean plot. So where is About this? About halfway in, okay. in between. So he's, okay. he's in the middle now and i thought man okay so he, they're pounding the beans and and i say they because there was 30 or 30 other deer with him in the picture covering this whole food plot i thought oh really holy cow they're starting to hit the beans really hard and and the bean the bean plot it wasn't my bean plot it was the field that's being farmed by the farmer and uh there's the grass grew up so thick in the beans that they couldn't combine them, I guess. I mean, they really? just they pull, they just cut around them. <laughs> and no kidding, I've seen this the day after, and they didn't combine those beans. And I took my redneck tower blind and loaded it on the trailer and flew it out there and oh, stuck no it way. in the ground oh, yeah. and got it. I'm ten foot up in the air in a redneck and just uh, anchored it down and rolled out of there. So, and then stuck a camera on it. So this camera that I'm talking about that's getting these pictures. Was sitting, basically looking at grass. But there's beans there somewhere mm-hmm. if you look. Right. And uh, <laughs> it's
0: basically CRP and it's just basically CRP
1: them. with some beans mixed in. But
0: anyway, it's a, it's
2: a deer salad bar over there. Yeah. yeah. So, so
0: when you said not to cut your story short, yeah, but I'm yeah. just curious when you said you know there's 30 other deer with this buck that's hitting this mm-hmm. this
1: bean field. Were they Are they does or are they yeah, it more mature bucks Yeah, it was 90% does. Really? Uh, a couple of small bucks and that's it. And then he, uh, so he showed up in that picture and I thought, okay, so he's, I got him in the middle now. That's right. finally, I got a picture of him in the middle and I started uh, getting a plan together thinking, boy, we got to set up, we'll get in that redneck obviously and let's hunt this deer. So right. we sat in there, the wind was blowing the first day we got in there after we got this picture it was like 20 five mile an hour wind cold raining but i'll tell you what i i think you in that blind i've always yeah. thought <laughs> i was pretty tough hunter and i'd sit there and endure all that weather and and rain and and cold and all that and we sat in that redneck blind and i'll tell you what i i became a sally pretty quick i'm like <laughs> geez you this even, is nice and yeah. uh so you know the wind isn't on, blowing on us, and we thought we'd just sit there. And it's a pretty good lookout point. You can see a long ways on both sides of you. Right, so, right. anyways, uh, lots of deer came out, but they were on a dead sprint in that in that really high wind. Oh right, they they're come, on death comp five they, alert all the time. We could watch them. We watched them come straight to the timber edge, and they'd all just like 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 a football team on the line they'd all stand (laughs) side by side and somebody say go and they'd all take off sprinting across the field (laughs) run out run out to the middle and stop and look all around like they were being chased i mean i figure the high wind they're just jumpy you know what's funny
0: about high wind and deer and me doing this i'm we're all go or magneting back to the story after these little like inputs here but like they're always on like we'll think something's always trying to kill them Uh, usually always yep yeah. And so they're always, they're skittish in general. But when you add that wind, everything in the woods is moving. Yep. And I don't know. I don't really like to hunt in high wind. If, if I, I'll do it if I have to. Like in your situation, man, you grind it out. You had, you know, you had to put together, you can go out there and do it. Right. Um, but yeah, just everything's always trying to kill them. You can't, I can't blame them. Right. And we, we used to hunt a ground uh, property in Fulton County that had this real deep ravine. It was mm-hmm. almost like a massive washout. And Deer, when it was like windy is like that, we'd sneak through there real slow and quiet, and you'd always find deer in there bedded. Huh. And oh, just, yeah. Next to cedars and stuff like that. They're they,
3: going to get out of the wind as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. These deer imagine. were hungry. They were willing to get up and walk through that wind because it was so brutally cold, and I think they knew. You know, I have, I have a, uh, a corn plot. I call it a corn plot. It was like a three-acre food plot, mm-hmm. and uh just basically it had a lot of they had a lot of ears of corn that were left over from from combining it out um but anyways they hadn't been touched as far as i could tell from all the deer and the cameras that were there turkeys were hitting it but no deer and we had standing beans and we got an awesome corn plot sitting there that i could walk through and see ears of corn laying on the ground deer didn't even didn't even bat an eye at it they were one of those beans when it got nasty cold, they wanted the beans over the corn, and they have yet. When it warmed up just a little bit, they started nibbling on that corn. But they wanted they they've picked every bean clean out of that. What thing. is it about the beans? I don't are...
0: know. Late
3: season, if you got beans standing still, yep. they're on it like magnet.
1: Somebody, I thought I
2: was reading something about because of like how they can. Process it's like it's better for them to eat it when they're cold it's like a protein yeah it's like a higher protein or whatever it's, it's easier for them to digest it's, or, it, just, or it's something like it's, I think it's better higher for protein me, but that's what's so weird that like deer just know that
0: well they say when the cold they you crave know? the protein it's just like if you need if you want salt or if your body needs salt you crave salt I, I imagine something of the same sort hey a couple of comments came in on Facebook live Scott Clark I disagree on the wind comment Kansas bucks live in that wind that's true that's a very
3: good point because there ain't no um, hills there it's all flat
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, and even South Dakota, we had we had thirty mile an hour winds every day. Unless you got down over a hill, they're just blowing. I mean, the whole time. I guess it all depends on but those where they live. Are,
3: those deer are used to that. They're
1: adaptable.
0: They're, yeah, right. yep, that's yep. true. You know, it. Uh, you put a, you take an Illinois buck that can dive in some timber, yep. you know, and put him in Kansas. He's gonna be running circles, freaking out. Uh,
1: maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. They're yep. adaptable. But he's I don't he gonna know. act different for a while. He might be a little freaked out. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess I. That day, I mean, I you know I haven't hunted in, in strong winds around here, Illinois. Uh, the first time I've hunted in strong winds and tried to get it done was in South Dakota, mm-hmm. and uh,
0: Did that's just a whole other ball game. You that, can't
1: you can't shoot a bow in it's thirty mile an hour winds, right. and no. we got down over a hill and it's like the wind wasn't blowing at all. So and it's all over the top of you, and right. but. But hunting around here, I hadn't done much of that until we sat in that blind. Well, it kills your
0: motivation, too, really. You're like, nothing's going to move in this. Right. Um, I got to add one more comment in here. This is funny. Um, Casey Lehman crown royal is this the upper class bow hunter podcast now oh <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> people were commenting on the crown royal earlier i'll just move that out of the way and take that out of the hey you might as well turn that baby around we might get an endorsement or something yeah, going on here yeah. or sponsorship that'd be good there you go turn that Yeah. Yep,
2: just did right. you uh, did you save the bag i need something to put my change in yeah the yeah yeah <laughs> the
1: bags in the truck there you go okay so back to they're on the beans they're yep. they're on the beans they're uh Yeah, they're hitting the beans and uh does little bucks everything coming out so we we sat there in that windy day we came the next night seen small bucks seen a a couple two really nice three to four year olds we couldn't tell between the two tight rack bucks but they were they were nice i mean growers that will look good for next year tall and uh they every we, we had five bucks in that field that night and every one of them worked within 50 yards of us and and because it's two different spots it literally was in two different spots these deer came out and they came out like 15 or 20 and 15 or 20 and they just swapped back and forth up and down like this little strip Mm -hmm. which is what was there and like i said within 50 yards these deer all went past us so we thought, well, at least we're in a good spot here, but we got to get it done. Mm, this was on a Saturday. Sunday, I had an early family Christmas at my wife's parents' house. We went, and we got a cell camera. We got a covert cell camera, and I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute. Okay. Because that's like the heartbeat of my deer hunting from now on. Okay, I want to—I <laughs> do want to hear.
0: I think there's a lot of people that always have questions with those, and I get a lot of texts
1: like, hey, man, you ever use cellular, uh-huh. cellular
0: trail cams? I'm like, eh.
1: So we so I was, I was at the family Christmas, and uh, Austin sent me a picture of the deer. I call him the Flyer 2 Buck, mm-hmm. the deer that I'm after, uh, standing right in front of the camera, which, put, which puts him at 40 yards in front of this blind, <laughs> because I can see the blind <laughs> in, in, the, the in the background. Like <laughs> we <laughs> aimed this camera at the blind, so I know how what the yardage is. Yeah. And he, right. you know, he's standing there 40 yards from the blind, quartered away looking at the camera like it's perfect three o'clock in the afternoon broad daylight and it was that nasty really cold day i mean it was a it was a bad one Brutal. and and, mm. and uh so he sent that to me and it was at three o'clock and i had been you know really high spirits the whole day not even thinking about it and then until i got that picture and i about flipped out and just just mad because i should have been there hunting and mm-hmm. anyway so right. Uh, Should've have, I, I put all that aside. I thought, you know, this is this is it. This you know, it's family Christmas, this just gotta happen. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I just uh, have to be here. So after we got home, got the kids to bed, I called Austin, I said, Listen, <laughs> what is the plan for tomorrow? He goes, Well, I figure we better be in there by noon. I said, You're right. So we worked in the morning by ten thirty, I was headed home, getting all the cameras, everything ready. Thought today's the day and I texted my bill my buddy Bill Buckingham and uh from michigan uh the game guy and i said i think today's killing day so then he called me and he wanted to know the scoop and i gave him the rundown on it and i told him i said i think we're gonna i think we're gonna get him get him today and he uh, he's like, man, it sounds like you got a plan, and yeah, I, I mean, the plan was just sitting that nice redneck and hope he comes out. Right. a nice
2: little heater in there for you. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. sitting in
0: that blind, are you sitting there going, okay, they got a couple hours. He's gonna show up. Are you, like, are you knowing this deer's gonna show up? Or are you just kind of like, I'm I'm sitting there
1: thinking we are ninety percent sure this deer is gonna show up today, thinking. I mean, we've had pictures of him here. He was here yesterday. He's hungry. He knows where the beans are. This has got to happen. Uh, so, at noon, we climbed in the stand like 10 till noon at five, Six really nice does walked out, big ones, and thought, I don't know how we got in here, but we did. We just walked across. and We had to walk across like a 300-yard walk in the wide open to get to this spot. It, yeah. it, it sucks as far as setup, but um, we get in there these does come out and then for some reason they cleared the field just fast as they could go and then a whole bunch of turkeys came out like 40 really? and they cleared the field like something was chasing them uh, they were there 10 minutes huh. and then another group came out of deer like eight by two o'clock cleared the field i'm like there is something going on here it's gonna really screw us up and then at three o'clock here come here come all the deer again Everybody was calm. I think there was 12, 15, 20 deer walked mm-hmm. out on this big, big field. Anyway, I'm dragging this on. The deer showed up at 3 o'clock. The deer was there. The big buck that I was after was mm-hmm. there at 3 o'clock the day before. 305. So 305 rolls around, and we're like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm clipping on with my release. <clears throat> like, a hey, hiss deer's going to show up, and I'm going <laughs> to shoot him right now. <laughs> anyway, high hopes didn't happen. And 4 o'clock rolled around lots of deer had filtered into the field we keep getting piled up with deer anyways he still hadn't showed up it was 4 40 and we were starting to freak out a little bit it's, Austin, like it's getting dark. close
3: to dark then yeah, well, yeah we're, yeah, we're leaning
1: on dark i mean he's got to show up Austin's like if this deer doesn't show up man i don't know if we're gonna kill him like this is it it was gonna warm up we had snow on the ground oh, yeah. and anyway, we it was they were planning on a warm-up that was the yeah. last cold day and maybe and he was at a family Christmas this, too. You know, yeah. <laughs> could have <laughs> been. Steve He's <laughs> <laughs> running a little me? late, man. <laughs> so this, uh, so he, so he's like, man, this this has got to happen tonight. If it doesn't, I don't know if we're gonna kill him. I said, I know, it's fine. We're we're gonna kill him. He's gonna show up. And then 4:45 rolls around, and I'm like, dude, the steer's not showing up. I'm, I mean, we're not gonna kill him, flat out. And he goes, just calm down. The deer's going to, he's going to show up. It's going to be fine. I mean, we were back and forth, back and forth. 450 rolls around. And he goes, dude, we're not killing this deer. (laughs) And I said, just calm down. Two minutes and 15 seconds, that deer's going to enter the field. Just calm down. I said, he's going to come out of that trail right over there. And I'm. Not superstitious whatsoever, right. so I'm not scared to call stuff out. Just, right, just yeah. some some oh, yeah. bogus idea. You don't believe in jinxes. And yeah, shit. no, I just some bogus idea. I said he's coming out of that trail, and he's gonna be there in two minutes and 15 seconds. I wiped the window because it was starting to fog over a little bit. Right. Almost needed an ice scraper, but anyways, I wiped the window. Struggling, and struggling. I looked out there. <laughs> I looked out there and I seen something moving. I said, "See, there's more deer coming to the field right now. Just calm down." And I said, holy smokes, dude, that's him, he's coming. So cameras come on, everybody, you know, we're getting ready, and, and he comes out. The deer has to move. Basically, the deer has to cover 30 yards to get me my eight inches of difference inside that blind to get to the window that I know. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, right. <laughs> it, and with the camera and everything rolling, I'm trying, I, I gotta going have him on. move. And uh, he's gotta move. So he moved, finally, after five, ten minutes of, it was five minutes. I think it seemed like forever, but maybe it It was like like 30 seconds, but (laughs) the deer covered a lot of ground really fast. And we got plenty of B roll of him moving out there. The daylight was good. Camera was good. He stepped out there. I ranged him at 46. I had to shoot over another small bucks back. (laughs) Fortunately, he didn't just jump straight up in the air when I shot him. Right. But normally uh, they duck interception. Oh yeah. uh, (laughs) Interception. (laughs) Interception. ski! So, yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he held still, and uh, it it that green luminoch just blew right behind the shoulder. It, I figured him to be forty seven by the time he took a couple of steps from when I got drawn. But
0: uh, whoa, forty seven yards, man, that's some poke. That's that's,
1: you know what though. I've been pra- I mean, I practice every day, no matter what day it is. How many times I shot my bow the day before? The right. day that bow goes outside and ready to go in the truck to go hunting. I always take two shots, and I've been like I, I know I've talked about it before in a mm-hmm. couple podcasts of it with you that I don't I don't practice standing flat footed if I'm going to be sitting in a chair. So I sit there in a the chair. Uh, two arrows go off. Everything's good. We go to the truck on down the Perfect. road. We go. Mm-hmm. So I shot right. my bow. Actually, I shot my bow four times before I went hunting that day, and everything so double up on it. Yeah, everything was good. I mean, I was. I, I brought oh, every camera I had, every light, every everything we need 'cause I was I was pretty sure we were gonna get this deer shot and then totally went the opposite direction thinking we weren't gonna get him shot and then he just surprised us, showed up. So just getting it done. So forty seven huh. yards, yeah,
0: Luminoc, boom, straight through. You pull yep. the trick shot over another buck. <laughs> yeah. Like what after that arrow zips through that deer, like what's
1: then what happened? Like explain, react, Okay, so and, so Eric if you're watching live, is Austin running camera, and I, I'm sitting do, like the pose right like, next to him,
3: like doing the and video. I'm here. leaning
1: out and I shoot, and when I sent the arrow off, it just like slow motion, and I watched the arrow poof right behind his shoulder, and I reached over and I grabbed Austin's shoulder like this, and I'm like, <gasps> and I forgot he's running camera. I'm like, shaking. Shit, man. sorry. <laughs> I just grabbed him. I'm like, oh got him and he uh he run <laughs> about 40 50 yards and i tell you and not to freak anybody out but the footage you can see the hole behind his shoulder and there's steam as he's trying to br- oh, i mean no, it's man. it's That's awesome
3: well that cold out it's no way be, it, it's, it's be pretty cool so
1: he he uh so he went down in the field he struggled for a little bit he's getting ready to fall over and he walked right into the side of the window, like basically the the edge of the window where he ran out of camera space, he would have had to move the tripod. So I told him if it gets to that situation, roll right back to me. We'll do a celebration and whatever. And, yeah, and yeah. then you can, roll, you can position and then roll back out to him. Uh, I talked for 40 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, something like that, and then rolled back out to him, and there he was laying in the field. But he went – you know, it, it – Every deer that goes down's different. This deer didn't go down like you would dream a deer would go down. So. How you think they should go yeah. down? Yeah, just I mean, crash and yeah. die. Yeah, right. Right there on camera, flat in the field. I mean, he yep. he did die in the field, and it was it was good for it being a double lung. You thought it'd go a lot smoother than that, but he uh he held on for a little bit, and that was the end of it. Everything was good, lethal shot. So
2: Ross uh Ross put another deer down, and you saw it fall on camera. How original.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I mean, maybe, you know, you could invite me over
1: and I could watch it before it gets aired on
0: TV. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe that preview. could happen. Yeah. yeah. A little, a little I, uh,
1: I have the kill shot on video on my phone right now. Ooh. But. Ooh. We won't show it live. Hey, show,
0: it, show it on the Facebook Live. Yeah. yeah. That's Steve's, not going to get you in trouble. Steve, your phone is doing something funny up there on the live feed. You might want to take care of that. I think we're still going. So Storage almost full. Yes, Scott Sullivan. So, this no. is Ross. There's a couple of people on here that we, I want to... Talk real quick, but I want to go right back to this Ross. Yeah, it's fine. I don't want to. Yeah, um, Dustin Speck um, says the beans have higher protein content and they are more palatable or digestible than corn. Corn has carbs. Beans have protein. Bingo. That's why. You that's why they hit him late. Thank for that. Actually, we have yeah. him scheduled for a podcast coming up. Really, he's got yeah. a good story of an old, old, old bruiser. Um, nice, Mark Reif, which he missed this podcast tonight, but he set us up <laughs> with Dustin. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Mark. Um, <laughs> Aaron Calderon, I don't know if he's still here. Hey, buddy. Jamie Brewer, what's going on? Um, Austin Chandler, howdy, how you doing? Tim... That's who I'm talking about. Oh, that's your buddy. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's Tim my man. Dowdell, hey, from Canada. Um, David Nalepa, hey, can you say my name? David, please, thanks. There you go. David, please. Um still going everyone's saying um ron schaefer had two complete pass-throughs this year both double lung was surprised how far they both went and you know that's funny that you're saying that ross about like they don't go down how sometimes you think they should go down Mm -hmm. and my buck this year actually my dad's buck and my buck you know my dad shot his buck and we had to sneak back in on it the next day and shoot it yep and The blood trail, you've been like, this thing went 30,
1: like, trailing up. I'm like, oh, it's got to be right there. Right. Right. It's just,
0: it's insane sometimes. Sometimes. I tell you,
1: there's a lot of stress put on, well, what broadhead were you shooting? Well, Well, where did you hit him? Right. Well, well, I mean, it's behind the shoulder. It's in the lungs. This deer, it was, it was 12 ring. How about that? And I was shooting this broadhead and he did this. But the very next time I did the exact same thing, shot him in the same spot and he went Thirty feet and died. Isn't it weird? But last time he went three hundred yards and died. Right, I mean, right. every everything, every buck's different. Every deer's different. I think. Do you think it has something
0: to do with like that individual animal's like mentality, from adrenaline to? I I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just chance. It could be. I mean,
3: but I've had blood trails. You get two dots and they're dead thirty yards away. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, I, I, it's, it's, A deer, it's all a deer South Dakota. I must have got him in the heart because he went. He went like 30, 40 yards, and just watching the the timer on the camera, watching the time, it was like four to five seconds, five seconds after I shot him, and he ran, which seems like an eternity, but when you watch it, just, I said, he's down, like, he went down that fast, I mean, within five, ten, five, eight seconds, whatever, I mean, it was quick, one of the quickest kills, and... Like this deer just seemed to hang on for a while, but anyway, not, I I think it's adrenaline, you know, and I a lot so. of it I think I think it's adrenaline, but it was nerves. Like he was, there was nothing going on for this deer, and all the other deer stood around, like, hey, uh, if we could get back to eating, I that'd mean, be cool. That'd, that'd be yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That'd be great. And this deer was, you know, he just hung on there, but whatever. Anyways, he, uh, I ended up getting him. He was, uh, I, I was full of emotion, freaking out. Uh, it's a lot it's a lot i mean if you so sit there it. and think about all the hours you put in right not right. just the hours that you've put in and or the weather you've endured or I- any of that you add all that up it makes it and all you worth think it. about you think about the time away from like my time away from my boys and my wife and you know pushing work off and trying to get this hunt in and, and man it just comes full circle and you think wow yeah finally it, here like tunnels yeah. back in yeah
2: you. isn't it funny though like you spent all that time hanging all those tree stands and everything and you ended up killing it out of that redneck blind no kidding no. <laughs> yeah steve-o <laughs> you was, were there for a lot I, of those stands i was yeah you yeah. hung out
1: for a day we hung a bunch of stands that's that yeah all those stands they got sat in like i don't know well i shouldn't say one time some of those stands only got sat in once a lot <laughs> of the rest of them Got hunted hard, and the one
3: yeah. you, and the one you rush out there, set it up as fast as you yeah. can, and yep. leave. Do you <laughs> know what the, just, I've killed the biggest
1: thing, man. Some, I, some of the some of my biggest deer I've killed are out of my twenty dollar blinds or oh. twenty dollar twenty dollar tree, tree stands. Stamps, yeah, yep. they just I throw mean, up real quick. Screw in hooks, and you throw it up. It's a slopping mess, and you get up there, and boom, it happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would honestly say ninety percent of my deer have
0: been killed out of budget. On sale, twenty-five dollar, thirty-dollar hang-on stands from Walmart or Gander or
1: wherever. There, there are yeah. I bought that... twelve more. I went. I made a trip to uh, to Lone Wolf and I bought another twelve. What, and, what, uh, what are you up to? Like a hundred. <laughs> Lord. Uh, so, anyways, I got a lot of money invested in Lone Wolves and I shot my deer out of a redneck, which is very <laughs> expensive too. By so oh the way, yeah. let's oh, make yeah. this I'm, clear though: you buy your Lone Wolves. I buy them. They're don't, not given they're to you. Don't, yeah, no. They don't come free. How much
0: money... If I don't want to talk about it. Okay, if you don't, don't want okay, to <laughs> <wanna> say it, <laughs> I, just, I was going to say, how much money in Loan Wolf tree stands
1: have you well, spent... Well, the bank still loans them because he took out a second mortgage you, for them. Can I take a guess? <laughs> can you tell me higher or lower? I have 30 Loan wolves and sticks for 15 of them and five sticks apiece. Five sticks per set? Five sticks per set. But, but, but we for got two, two stands... Two, two stands in a tree, okay, right? That makes a lot more sense. So I yeah. got yeah. 15, five, ste- five hey. sets.
3: Plus he's got a sweatshirt
0: too. Yeah, you got the. Oh, hoodie. yeah, hey, I mean they I mean, had this, to give this. This wasn't you. free. That makes it What? A <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> I bought
1: this. They, even, they <laughs> didn't <laughs> oh throw that in my. if you buy a pallet. Nope. Nope. No. What? No. i no kidding. No. Jared's awesome. He's uh, Jared over there at Lone Wolf. Uh, he's he's good stuff, man. I I gave him a shout out. You I'd, should be their poster boy. Uh, yeah. Well, I. You got I, a great wow. beard. You're hey, great on the podcast, and you, you know what? Deer? Now that
2: uh, Levi Morgan's gone, you're like the best that Elites got right now. So, I mean, wow, that's right. <laughs> <what> I, <guess.
1: laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> hey, uh, they I'm got not... some really good pro shooters. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Elites on top of the game, man, for sure. They yeah. really are. Um. So anyways, yeah, Lone Wolves, we're not talking about it anymore. I'm done with Lone Wolves. <laughs> I like that, I like that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun when you bring them all back in and you get to see... But then, then it's kind of sickening to see right. at the yeah. same time. Oh, yeah. You're like, whoa. It, right, yeah, because then you got to look at your kids, and you're like, sorry, you're not going to college. Sorry. Can I We're going to have with... a heck of a yard sale this year. Yeah,
0: you're going to be a farmer. <laughs> Can I hit you with one more question about lone wolf and we we'll move on? Hit me up. Does your wife
1: know how many lone wolves you have? And keep in mind, this is on Facebook She does too. now. <laughs> Live. Hey, is, is, is you see Robin Bigger? Is she on right now? I haven't I don't seen know. Her. I, I can't I, tell. Don't I... I don't think she does. No. (laughs) We'll keep keep that between us. I love it. I love it. I'm sure you take care of her, too. Yeah. But
0: going back to it, yeah, I kill most of my deer out of budget stands, and that's basically the only reason why that is, is because I always have one in my truck. Yep. And if I'm like, well, it's not like for this year. I talked about it before in a few episodes. South winds, and my property, it's kind of weird for a south wind. Went out, found a tree that was going to work, set it up, killed my buck the next morning. Took your beagle out
1: there and hung it up, and killed out of it
3: yeah well, it's easier too to when you're in the stand then you can you know where the deer are but that's a good stand also so you can just grab it real quick and go throw it up Yeah uh, my, de-
1: my deal is all of my lone wolves are in the trees and when i'm i try to keep one a set back and mm-hmm. ready to go and when you're in a, a pinch all my beagles and my 20 cent Stands or upstairs. I'm like, you have beagle. What are you referring? You, you never went to Farm King and bought a beagle. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking. I about I love Farm a King beagle. They're, Look they're, it up. This is like a 12 inch by 12 inch platform. I mean, they're tiny. They still sell them. I don't know if they still do or not like I might have killed a deer stand. out of one so I, I don't even know who makes it. It, it All I can tell you is There's the big dog And then there's the beagle
2: Yeah, dude, I got I got a big dog uh,
1: Well, big dog the brand Or is no, big dog the model? I can't even tell you the it's brand It's gotta
3: be a model Because you got big dog And then you have a beagle No, because I got yeah, the see?
2: tomcat Or whatever in that thing you do. Is, Yeah, whatever <laughs> that Tom thing is called tiny. That oh. thing is small, dude it, I'm like You don't that have that
0: the little thing. kitty, though no, I'm kidding. No, I'm I got, kid. hey, I got two of those in the shed right now, I do. But but I think the stands you're talking about they're kind of an old school brand. They are, yeah. So do they paint them weird colors or maybe the guy? Oh, that,
1: they're black to begin with, but they fade to gray and like the, as soon as you pull them out of the package. Oh, one yeah. one of the
0: oldest deer that I've ever killed was out of this weird, sketchy. This stand was for sure older than I have some some guys that have been basically. They're professional hunters that aren't on TV that I used to hunt with. He's like, oh, yeah, got to stand back in here. Like, doesn't get hunted that often. I went back. The stand is bright red. (laughs) And this stand is, like, 12 by 12 platform. Mm -hmm. And the seat is this steel little seat, like, maybe, I don't know, five inches out and about six inches wide. Mm -hmm. And it's all chained to it. And I'm like, oh, kill the buck out of it. I mean. It works. yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Gets the job done. Yeah, you know, all you
2: really need is like you know, like the guys, like the, uh, <clears throat> like the pro bass fishers or whatever. Like they don't have like a chair up at the front. It's like they have a that half tiny chair, little seat. Yeah, it's just like it, it's got like enough that you can just sit your butt on there and just kind of lean back in. <laughs> Those things would be kind of cool, man. <laughs> that, that would make me, not, yeah, that would make me a not lazy hunter, dude. You just like, because I mean, you're taking it pressure off your legs so they don't swell up and whatever, but.
3: But you get stand so, up,
2: if
0: you yeah. But to you're do. standing up. Hey, I, back thought this, into it.
1: I thought this guy wasn't feeling good. He's he's full words. I'm no, I'm, I'm perking up now. <laughs> <laughs> it came at the end. We, we had a lot of talking, in, though. Before. that's right. You're right. I, we
0: I, did. I, I let you we get did. I
2: let you get everything there. But I'm certain Steve. That... Maybe
0: from now on, you can just be the intro guy and the closing guy.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. Just to let you guys do the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just <laughs> carry the meat and potatoes. Steve, the... already, ready. I just come back in. All right, guys, we'll close this show up here.
0: He's out watching pro wrestling and eating TV dinners out in the living room. Steve's the gravy. So
2: sounds a good idea
0: back to the hunt Yep. you walk up to this buck you realize it's the deer that was on camera whatever and then i mean
1: what tell us about like the celebration like the man we uh when i walked up to him honestly i could i've been trying to judge him on on camera how big he is and and what he's gonna score and everything it's always different when you walk up to him laying on the ground you and to be honest with you i was happily surprised and when I walked up to him the back of their head the back of their antlers looking from the back forward always looks awesome Way better, yeah. yep, he was yep. laying there and and well,
3: I'm you like never man really this know- deer's
1: bigger than I thought he was you
3: really no- never know what to expect when no, you walk you up on it
1: you know what at this point man I was shaken and so grateful the deer could have measured 100 inches and I would have been pumped because we wanted <laughs> so hard for that one deer which was the only deer that we even had a chance at, at what day? What day was this? Do you know? O- uh, October. What you the hell? December <laughs> 19th. Man. December 19th. Damn. Yeah. I think, the, I, I. you know what? Usually you would think if you're going to talk in front of a camera, you'd go out and check the date before you started an interview. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, well, it's October 18th. <laughs> and I went through and I'm like, ooh. No, it's not.
0: No. <laughs> this is the nineteenth. Two months off. So when you watch it on TV, you can go back. Well, I heard a working class bowhunter was actually the nineteenth. No, so yeah, I know. It's
1: it's we uh, we redid that one. I said the correct day, but okay. Yeah, well, do you have to shoot the deer all over again or redo all that? Yeah. <laughs> no, we. Uh, no, it, it it was so my my emotions are running all over the place, and uh, <sighs> it was pretty fun. I got to call my buddy Bill. I called him right there in a the blind. Literally thirty seconds after I shot him, and wow, well, maybe a little longer. I had to do a reaction. But right. anyways, I called him up. I said, uh, "I said, dude, I got him shot." And he goes, oh, "Of course you did." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I knew you had a good plan. I knew he was going to do it." I, oh, I just felt good, man. I, anyways, so, but uh, yeah, so uh, we did uh, recovery. We got him tagged. We got him in the truck we actually perched him up in the front of the truck with his legs tucked underneath him and it was going to be brutally cold that night so i a matter of fact i didn't even get the deer i wasn't scared it was a long shot I yeah thought, i was gonna freeze solid anyway. we're gonna we're gonna perch him up and get some awesome daylight pictures tomorrow well you so, had to do the mannequin
0: challenge first right we yeah. had to yeah. do the
1: mannequin challenge which we did
0: wait that i missed a... this whole mannequin challenge you thing. did you hey, hey seen
1: it? no kidding i gotta give a shout out right now to ryan hauser and he's working hand in hand with uh, Paul Biggs the editor of mm-hmm. Respect the Game and his I'm going to I'm going to give him full credit that he came up with this idea before it was an idea That's the best that, mannequin
3: challenge I've ever I didn't, seen
0: I got to go do it we'll share it on our
1: page Yeah we I didn't see it out. where was it at Respect the Game
3: I think we shared
1: it
2: It was on the Respect the Game. I missed it somehow. I don't know
1: how I missed it, but I did. Okay. So it's like the mannequin challenge. And, and, oh, he was pissed when that mannequin challenge came out. He's like, I've been working on this for a (laughs) long time. And anyway, so it all, it all, uh, we we got everything put together and and, uh, it was fun. It's a pretty cool little video, but it's on Respect the Game. It says uh, something about, boy, the season feels like it just started yesterday. Don't you wish you could just freeze the season? So it's. Like freeze frame, uh, freeze frame video. I mean, it's really neat. So have you have out. to check it out. You had to been freezing your. Put a like on it. That. Put a-, a like. Everyone on,
0: on uh, Facebook, give us a yes or a no. at the Facebook live is working. Chris Roger says it is frozen. So sorry if it has. I don't. It could. Mine, yeah. Mine's
3: frozen right now. I don't. It's been frozen for a while. I don't know what's going on.
0: Mine's still rocking. So I don't know. Yours is rocking. <laughs> must yeah, be. Mine's must going. Be one
3: of those Android things.
0: I think Steve's <laughs> is going. Yeah, Steve's is going. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, probably an Android yeah. thing. Um, probably. There's Steve's mug next to the camera. Everybody look.
2: Hey, Sean Herman. What's up, buddy?
0: It's funny that it's... It, Byron Horton now. says yes. Yeah, it's super... There's kind of a delay. It's kind of funny. All good, Scott Clark. All right, we're good. Sorry for everyone in just regular podcast land. Facebook is uh, taking over your territory. Maybe we'll just only do this
1: every now and again. So we uh, anyway. got him perched up in the front of the truck. I'll, Thank you. I'll end this quickly. No, no, you're I, good. I... Uh... He sat there overnight. We went out at daylight, and uh, me and Austin and Clark. Clark came over before he had to go to work. Legend. At UPS. Legend. And he yep. flew over right at daylight. We got some killer sunrise photos, and we did a little bit of freeze frame, which ended that video. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was a last minute thought. Thank goodness we got that. We spent 20 minutes trying to get the drone linked up so we could do some drone footage, which we have yet to get, (laughs) uh, (laughs) waiting on a snow anyways. But yeah, we, uh, we got a few other clips. We got everything that we needed to kind of piece that, uh, episode together. Right. You know, we, last year I felt like we were really good at getting everything that we needed as the hunt went or, you know, 90% of it if you were to, we're talking tv here right right we would get it as we go just build it but that gets tiring when you go out there day after day after day and yep. Did just, you just get tired of toting a camera around it sucks after a while but but then again when it all comes together you're like thank god i had this camera yeah, exactly right <laughs> yeah yeah so i uh i don't know yeah so there was days where you start to slough off and you think man there ain't we ain't doing a truck interview we're not doing this we're not doing that we're just so So I just want to get out there turn the camera let's just on. get out there let's kill this deer and we'll figure it out i mean that's that's right, basically right. what we're so i mean anyway it it so we got some cool pictures we got some good video we got everything to piece that t- uh episode together and i just thought man this you know as hard as we work for this one deer this is probably this completes my whole season i'm gonna kill south dakota deer and this deer and i'm happy that's great right right and i kept checking cameras though just to oh, be yeah. sure yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, what's the deal to, i mean got we gotta to. have a
0: little like a week and a half left we got exactly. a week and a
1: half left so uh they're what? starving for food mm-hmm. if you've got any kind of food plots anything like that just, just this is the time of year and austin tells me all the time he's like dude this is the time of year and them surprise bucks show up that you haven't seen all year longer or maybe you've never seen before but if you've got the food, who knows where they're coming from? They're hanging out on you. You got a chance of killing a big one. Right. And I'm a firm believer in that too. So I, uh, we've got a deer that I got pictures of last year, uh, thought he was young, turned around, got pictures of him here recently, and he's pounding the food plot. He's a short time 12 long main beams. Really? Nothing to really brag about, but it's hey. just a good deer that- a twelve coming into the last couple, a week and a half of yeah, season, yeah. man. If yeah. you
0: kill that sucker, I'll be impressed. Yeah. And I, I hope you do. Are you Are you going to go for it I them full can't. Long?
1: I can't tomorrow. I got another hard day of work tomorrow. I think we can be done with that job by noon on Friday, and Friday afternoon, I plan to be out there and hopefully get something done with it. Do them, you so. worry about maybe? I mean, you're probably not going to shoot a doe this late in the season. You know what? Ah, uh, let, yeah. Let's do, let's talk about that real quick. I have been hungry to shoot a doe really bad. Like, I want to go on a, uh, what what, what I call a shoot 'em up rally <laughs> and get like <laughs> 10 of them in the field and just start letting arrows fly. Like Texas style. And yeah. The okay. Welcome just, to the OK Corral know. food plot. <laughs> <laughs> but if they, uh, I, so I've been on the fence about it. I want to kill one really bad. Uh, but, talked to i've talked to austin i've talked to clark i've talked to bill buckingham and we've been hashing it out here lately right uh what the cell cameras which we'll get on in just a second before we run this hour and a half up we're we're good um
0: by the way if anyone has questions you can put them in on facebook handsome rob is here handsome rob radler grips big shout
1: out sorry but uh um I cut I cut you off. Yeah. We we're talking about shooting does. Okay, shooting does. I said, no, I'm not gonna shoot a doe because and those guys said no, don't shoot a doe. You got this is actually a what I would call a third rut coming in. People may think we're out of <laughs> you way think? out in left <laughs> field here, but maybe uh, in Alabama, I've had, Ross. I've had several different <laughs> pictures of nice bucks, decent bucks, you know, we're talking hundred and thirties, hundred and twenty five, right, you right. know. Fighting, locked up, like flexing muscles, fighting. Really? And I thought, man, are they seriously fighting over right that food? Now? That food that hard? Yes, right now in the last three days. So, Whoa. what? Why? Why are these bucks? fighting so hard over right. food. Just take another bite over there 10 feet away. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, but a of no, that's not, I don't yes. think that's a case, that. man. No, I, I, I get it. Is it. I really think that.
0: <laughs> do you think it's a weird thing where
1: testosterone's on the decline, where there might be some sort of like. I don't want to overanalyze it other than the one picture I can tell you, tell yeah, you that uh, yeah. we've seen. Bill told me he had six bucks follow one doe through a fence gap. A fence gap being a gate hole. Right, right. And really, he said within twenty minutes, six bucks walked through after a doe walked through all of them nose to the ground. Wow, this was two days ago. Oh,
2: she's gonna have an interesting That's day. day.
1: So really interesting, but very small doe. I mean, we, you know that there's a second rut. That you know that, and and and. Like let's see what's, what's his name. Is his name Alzheimer? No, I can't be right. Eisenheimer? I don't know. Anyway, there's a doctor Eisenheimer or something. whatever, right. moon phase guy. Um, so, I have it. I think there's one guy, there's one moon phase guy. I
0: have his number. I'm supposed to contact do a okay. podcast
1: with. I can't remember which guy. 28 <laughs> days. 28 days per cycle. If you look at what we've seen in the past, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm getting way off here, but if oh. you look at what we've seen uh and i can't remember the days exactly but right. my cameras blew up everybody's cameras blew up on that day we were actually in the woods hunting my my i would say the, the the breakout rut days were these days and i i cannot think back right at the moment what days those were um it's crazy breakout days 28 days apart so could it be
0: late born fawns too that might be going to prob- first probably year?
1: I'm i'm guessing so but either way i'm And everybody, I don't know, you can comment, I guess, but I'm I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of way out here, but I'm just saying what we've seen and what's been going on this year, I'm learning every day about deer. mm -hmm. And this is, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that we got a late rut firing up again, and this is round three, whether or not anybody agrees, there's been some serious activity, even on my cameras with the bucks fighting like they are. I mean, Chase Burns posted the other day and said... Uh, no broken tines, boys. I mean, that he was. I mean, I took it that he was. They were fighting over the food, on his posts on habitat managers. Mm, right, right. Um, he's a guy that we probably should get on the podcast. He'd be a good one. Yeah, I like Chase a lot. He's a good dude. I've never met him, so. but I see
0: him. I, I, Everyone. Everyone that I know seems to know him. Yep, and it's always like, "Hey, you ever thought about getting him on? He'd the podcast? be a really good I'm one." I'm like, yeah. "Well, I've never ran into him, so yep. maybe you could make that connection for us." But yep. you know what's? It's interesting because saying like the late rut, and I gave you the reaction that everyone you probably would expect to get that reaction, like third rut. It's January. What? Like, come on, dude. Well, we have a uh, Scott Clark, our buddy from Canada, and yep. we always have to say our buddy from Canada because God knows we love Canada. Um. Trail cam pics of bucks trailing does December nineteenth, and he made a good point. Is
1: okay, there you go. Um, I killed December nineteenth.
0: Yep. And then he said some bucks have already shed their antlers too. Which yeah, I've that's been true. Yeah, that.
2: there was something. I thought somebody said something like that. You know, when the <clears throat> I, I can't remember who was saying, but like bucks that haven't shed their antlers yet, like when that like you know late rut that they were that you're talking about, like they can still. Because they said like maybe like the dough funds going there. I can't remember was talking. Chandler says
0: uh, yearling does will get bred <coughs> into February, and then uh, Dustin Speck also says uh, Chase Burns would be excellent. Good guy knows his stuff. We'll tag him in this, uh, and we'll try and get him on the podcast. Yep. But it's interesting, man. That it is, it's super interesting. Like the late rut type stuff, and I mean, in the South, they're just now. I mean. They say the well, rut's on, it's, right? It's now starting, and
1: right? Austin doesn't know this because I haven't got to talk to him today, but I talked to Bill Buckingham today, and he's telling me what his uh, – and he's got a farm just east of Abingdon. Uh, it's a 330 over there, and he's he's got several uh, cell cameras running, and he's telling me what they're doing right now. Right. And yeah. that's that's the information I'm feeding off of right now, which goes hand-in-hand hand with, with exactly what Austin's been telling me, saying that these – does can get bread clear up into february mm-hmm. so if That's crazy if so i don't know how many maybe you have one hot one but everybody knows it takes one hot doe to get you a big buck to come through so mm-hmm. right That's if, true. That's true. if the big bucks gonna be rolling in i'd like to be there yeah and if i gotta freeze to death for it and so be it but That's i true. like i said we did the math all year long all season thinking man we can outsmart these deer and then they do something totally different and you oh you scratch your head and you think you know what are we doing here right <laughs> well but it's crazy before man. we
2: forget talk to us about the cameras because you sell cameras. cameras all right
1: so i killed a deer in south dakota mm-hmm. because of a covert Blackhawk cell cam he was there two nights in a row and night number three he got shot i killed my deer in illinois off of a covert black hawk cell camera so we let's were, say this. We we'll just there. assume
0: there's someone that's like, "What's well, a cell camera. They probably know.
1: Yeah. But, but these these Blackhawk coverts, uh, way better than the last couple of years, like the 2014 models, uh, like 3G. It'd take like three weeks to get a picture sent to your phone, <laughs> it felt yeah. like. And you had to go to a cell phone store, and you had to go to, you had, it was just a pain. Now, right. you buy them straight from covert. And when they show up at your doorstep, you call a covert and they activate that camera. Ding, goes your credit card for $5 a month or whatever it is per camera. I was just going to
3: ask that because no one's ever said that. Like, what is the price per month? Uh, it's that, like $5 per camera per ca- or
1: per camera? $7 per camera. It's, it's pennies on the dollar compared yeah. to oh, yeah. not oh, yeah. having oh, yeah, it there. You. I mean, literally, you, you, me. you can go get this deer shot because you had that camera. Now, you wouldn't run it all year long. Obviously, you're going to set it out there. During prime time or during the whole deer season, if you can stand to pay that bill at five dollars a month or whatever it is for four months, pretty steep. Pretty steep. You know, it's worth it to me, and and I hope next year I can. I hope that I can run. A half well, let's dozen see, of them. Twenty cameras, five dollars apiece. I'm, a, I'm a, hey, I'm having a yard sale on cameras, <laughs> by the way. I'm, yeah. I'm going to sell cameras. Giving so. rid of all of
0: them. Hey, that's hey, we'll uh we'll yeah. share your post. Yeah. Hey, so, hey, you got your shop. You know, yep, yeah. That's but, right.
2: But hey, if you think about it, you know, all the money that you're saving, not wasting your gas and you're not like walking. Well you're not all screwing up your a,
1: deer. That's the main thing. That I is don't, don't that's the biggest thing. Know, I don't sure. want these deer to know that I'm even there. But yep. but the other times you go out there and you make a little bit of noise and they're right out there the next day. Like when I got mad and I went out there with the ranger, started pulling cameras didn't even care. They were right back out there. It's eh, this time of year, this time of year they're hungry. They don't, they don't necessarily care unless you're standing there waving at them when they're trying to eat. They're probably going to come. Yeah, exactly. The thing that's a great topic is how much
0: human, like, I guess you could say contamination can you put on woods it before depends. you booger them up, I've well, watched. Like,
3: they always say right now, hunt them by their
0: belly. But but, but what I mean is like, I'm to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm not going in there. Uh, and I hear about someone like, oh yeah, we rode our four. Like my ground is no secret. It's kind of out in a, I guess highway area for being in the country. Like people are riding their four wheelers around doing. It. And then I hear people, oh yeah, I heard about someone rode their four wheeler through it. And I'm like initial reaction is like son of a bitch will you just stay out of there like do you gotta fuck around on my ground like that like you're messing up my deer ground okay i only got one place to hunt now like do you gotta do that like go somewhere else that's kind of my attitude at first but then i'm like okay they're used to farm equipment they're used to that stuff like it's not a big deal calm yourself down but
3: if they do it it all the time they're used to because i had this year i had three four-wheelers run right in front of my stand they didn't even know i was there
1: well i had the same i had the same thing go on this year with chainsaws and tractors Mm -hmm. and four wheelers and trucks and everything uh going on on my uh on my lease and i was freaking out i mean an emotional roller coaster like ready to start fires and (laughs) (laughs) and i uh so i got calmed down and then i'd get mad again and then uh, pretty soon a chainsaw fire up and just like austin and i go out there and start be freezing to death for two hours and then all of a sudden Everybody decides they're going to start cutting wood, uh, that type of thing. But no kidding, when the deer – we were on the, the corn plot that I talked about earlier. We had 14 does use that plot every night. It was, I think it was – I swear it was the same 14 does every night. It probably was. And yeah. they uh, – we seen some taillights like 100 yards away through the trees, and like a little neck that kind of comes back and thought, holy – and that's where these does are coming from. Like it's in their bedding area. And – that truck pulled away and there's a tractor plowing and a chainsaw going and sure enough they come out just like they were supposed to and i thought holy smokes maybe i'm getting up in a dither for nothing but 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 those are does those aren't big bucks right
0: so different story but i want to bring up a point to you because i want to get your opinion on this ross so i've seen that uh bill winky had a strategy and i want to say someone else has done it too i think dana pace might have his boy do something similar to this and i'll, I'll explain that after i talk about the bill winky um stories i know he was on like this stud like absolute slob. like i think a deer like pushing 200 inches probably okay h- hitting this field every night he's trying to get on wasn't happening wasn't happening well he gets on there and the deer aren't leaving the field at, at dark obviously so he'd have someone Come up to the field. I can't remember which. Like, start up a chainsaw and just nah, rev this baby out, and it spooked the deer off. And that's when he would make his exit. Yeah, and then that's, that's how a, he would. That's leave. a great idea. I yeah. believe. I want to say. I, we'll have to talk to Dana. We got a podcast into this month. With Dana Pace, and he's our shed hunting expert. Um, do you know
1: Dana? Yep. Well, I, I haven't met him, but I know who he is. Yep.
0: He's a local legend, and which you are too. By the way, Working Class hunter Awards 2017. I don't know if you knew this, but you're listed as a local legend. I thought I informed Really? I had texted you the other day.
1: You did text me, but I was busy. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, see yeah. Sorry, guys, man.
0: here it is live. Live on well, Facebook. Well, now you know <laughs> who not to vote for. The guy doesn't even know he's up for an award. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so
1: um, I can't remember where I was going. Working. This. What's they say? Working class? I was working. Oh, yeah, there. There <laughs> okay. right. 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 There it is. There That's it is. That's your only
0: excuse. Um, where I was like, oh, Dana Pace, I think he sent me a Snapchat of him, like, in this blind or a stand. See if your phone's doing something weird again. And his uh, son, I think, was, like, fake howling to kind of spook the deer off, I think, so we could make his exit.
1: Well, I can confirm that no matter what you download on your phone for a video or an audio, it is not loud enough to scare the deer off of the field. You need a mouth call, or a Fox Pro, <laughs> or something a like Fox, that. Yeah. Because we've sat there and thought, how are we going to clear these deer? We need a we need a coyote call. What do you do? Let's, is- let's get one off our phone. So we download one, and it's like Didn't And they, The deer look around like, who the hell said that? Yeah. And then- <laughs> do you think like that's a happened? wise way to do it? I mean, do you think
0: that'll spook the deer?
1: Like, oh, well, shit, coyote. Me, or do you think? Let me tell like- you, I blew. I, I, Austin and I are pretty convinced that I blew at the deer that I shot two nights before two nights before i shot him with a with a primos howler and he got to be in the field for 15 seconds before i blew at him because it was dark and we needed to get out of there and the field was full of deer and i opened the window and i howled my brains out and every deer cleared the field and we sprinted out of there as fast as we could Mm -hmm. so so don't everybody's like what the hell? One of the thing is, they live <laughs> so with coyotes. We yeah, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and he they hear it. them all every
3: every night. Every I day. swear,
1: we locked eyes when I started blowing on that howler. <laughs> that deer looked right at me, and I just kept right on howling. Now that was a howling, a howler that I ran that night. That was I think that was the first time that I actually howled at him. Normally, my would of have my brother or I'd have my dad come get us in a ranger or the pickup, and drive right. Through the field real slow and just roll right up to us. We jump on the tailgate and go. out we go. And cell camera talking about that again within 15 minutes, deer right standing they're right, right back, back where they were.
0: Yeah, yep. man, you know, I just don't think they're spooked by equipment.
1: Of they're not. I mean, the tractors are out there all the time, the trucks. I mean, all that stuff. As long as you're not night after night. I think we did it like three or four nights in a row, truck coming to the spot. And I thought, man, we're surely really screwing them up here. But then again, just like. Just like Eric said, you got to hunt them for their bellies this time of year. I right. Mean, they, they're, I mean, they're, they're hungry. They're, they're hungry. Gonna that are, that's what they're more worried about right now. But
3: But I've heard a lot, too, or they, they say, uh, you know, if someone can drop you off, right, you're stand with their pickup truck or a tractor or anything, do that. Right. Just like what Ross said, they'll, they'll be back in 15 minutes. They're not going to be sure. totally spooked by it. But that.
1: You're, you're, you know, that's true for a whole lot of deer. But. If you're hunting the big boy, I mean, we're talking mm. big boy. He, He's gonna you're be scared skittish. to death every time. You know those two, three, four year old uh, bucks and does, and and everybody's going to be mixed out there. But is your big boy going to show up? That's right. the that's it's what a different, I'm nervous it's about. It's a different critter,
0: man. And I well, think or, I will invest in a in a, in a cell camera God. this summer. I'll buy one. I'm sure. Yep. Um, there's a brand my buddy uses. I think he has four of them. And it's a brand you normally wouldn't hear of, and I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember what the hell the name of the Spartan? company. Yeah, it's Spartan. Spartan. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, uses them, and they're affordable um, for what you would think, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hunted with him this year one weekend, and we stayed the night out at their place. And the next morning, we, you know, we got a little heavy on the bush lattes, maybe some Crown, maybe, <laughs> maybe some other alcoholic beverages. And we get up, and he's like, uh, "Man, we should have went out this morning. Deer were moving pretty good." I'm yeah. like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah." show me nothing no nothing big but you know he showed me the does are out some two-year-olds are out moving and you know it's it's kind of cool to see that you know it's it but i feel like i have a guilty conscience all the time like if i don't go hunting i'm like you know kurt you should really be out hunting
1: like what are you doing yeah and then you (laughs) get that picture you're like
3: god damn it (laughs) well well, well, that's the
1: deal and i told austin i said uh i said every night we sat out there and we didn't see anything i told him i said on our way home he goes well we learned some stuff tonight. I said, Well, I'll tell you what, I can guarantee you that there wasn't any deer standing in front of that stand tonight. I wasn't <laughs> sitting at home on a couch wondering <laughs> if yeah. Big Boy was right, out there. Right. At least I can tell you right now mm-hmm. that deer wasn't there. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, good
0: Jimmy point. Davis, hey, what's going on, buddy? Uh, Exodus cameras are awesome and affordable. I'll I have to check those out. Right on. Um, but yeah, I mean that—that's definitely a game changer for sure, and, and it can make you feel guilty, or it can make you feel good about, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. a good thing I didn't go, or well, and I should
1: go, or whatever. Even if you're, uh, what I figured out, I had a cell camera sitting right next to this redneck, kind of back in a little turnip patch. It's just a little cut. I mean, it's tiny postage stamp size plot. Right. Uh, had this covert not cell camera just sitting there. I checked it. Uh, like no pictures on it turkeys a couple possums i'm like man there's no deer here mm-hmm. so we sat there the next day and they're all flooding into that into those standing beans right. from every angle other than in front of that camera <clears throat> so that camera's too far to get the pictures yeah and that's the deal your camera's going to tell you a little bit but it ain't going to tell it's you everything what's in front what, of it right yeah right. that's right. it i mean but at it, that at that point out there at that redneck you can see a lot of stuff. So we could see that there's another group moving out closer to where we park and walk all the way back here. And that's a group of 20 coming out. Who knows who's in that group? Right, right. And, you know, there's, you, you see where these deer are feeding out at, where the coyote came in and blew them all out of the field. Well, something and, funny is
0: <laughs> the majority, like last year's buck that I shot, I had two velvet trail cam pictures of them in August. Other than that, I had, my, I had nine cameras out on 60 acres. Had, yeah. ne- I didn't have another picture of them. Nine. Nine cameras on 60 acres is quite a bit I feel. I had 11 cameras running this year. I uh, lost a few, a few gave up on me. Yep. Um, because I buy I'm buying the budget stuff. It's kind right. of just what you get. But I didn't have one picture of the deer I shot. But then again, I got cheaper cameras. I got one a couple of high-end cameras, but yeah. You know. Who
2: said who was it that said uh Deer are afraid of trail cameras? Who says it? Rod White, Rod White
0: yeah, claims
1: yeah. that deer avoid cameras. Well, I got a video I can show you guys right now of the deer that I killed. Uh, you
0: might have shown me this picture. At, on a video, the video
1: on a video trail camera hitting a scrape dripper. So this is all man-made everything here in this situation. And he is staring that camera down. How would it right work, do it. you
0: think, to pull that video up on your phone and to put it in front of Steve's live feed? Would you be willing to do
1: that? I could do that. We to try it. I'm going to get offline here for a second.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, you were, were you looking at the feed while I was going? Uh, the Facebook no, I feed? wasn't. Oh, he was, uh, he was scrolling something else. I think it all depends on the camera, though, too. So we're falling in and out on Facebook. It's far, hard for people on Facebook with all that good information you're getting to uh, stay on a an hour and a 50-minute yeah, exactly. podcast, which... You know, you're Which on Facebook fine. to scroll very... and unwind, not to watch a whole podcast. Well, but it's... this is fun. I like when people can, can uh, p- give their input. Um, Ross is going to try and pull up the video for our listeners in Facebook land. Oh, I got some pictures, man. Oh, oh and, and everything else. So it, sorry you if you're in straight it. podcast land, yeah. you're missing out on this.
2: But go back and check the uh, live Facebook feed because you can like go back and check it for like a week or whatever.
1: There, there's a picture of the deer looking, I, it's, it's just a picture, it's not the video, but the scrape dripper is right behind him hanging from a branch, and the deer is staring this camera down, just easing by. Like, See, oh, see if you can
0: pull it up take, to the take it up there. Steve's rig there, I'll tell you if it worked well. We got a delay going, so you might have to hold it up there for a second, oh, right. but it's uh, it's an absolute stud. I think the video you showed me, I remember, and I remember going, oh man, he's staring at Oh, it's kind of working.
1: Yeah, he's
2: staring the camera. Oh, there down. it goes. It's We're coming staring. into focus. Look at that.
0: Yeah, there you go, right there, man. Yeah, absolute stud, man. Crazy. Can you pull that video up, Ross? Uh,
1: the shot I can, but I don't have the video of him walking by.
0: Oh, right. That's fine. That's fine.
1: So yeah, that looks anyway, good. No, it looks that's good
0: cool, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It sounds like you had a good season. You had the struggle in there, but it would would it have been as good if you wouldn't have struggled? Sky Clark. Yeah. man, Sky
3: What's that?
1: Sky Clark said you should have passed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott, I, uh, I've got text messages here now on my phone that I can show you that I told a lot of the elite guys I was passing that deer. He was not getting shot, and they're like, "No, <laughs> You're no. shooting that deer." Yeah. And I said, "I know he's four, though. I, I guarantee you, he's got the same genetics as my two oh seven on the wall." He's got that little drop tine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. My two o seven has that little drop tine. Yeah, uh, the little kicker. He has a fork, not a kicker. I mean, it's you can tell. he's right a there. nine point. It's a eight pointer ish. You know, you can just tell that they're the same. Right, light. yeah, you can tell. So I'm grand, thinking, but yeah. but he's four. I mean. Unless he's three, did you get? Did you pull the? T- <laughs> <laughs> Unless he dun dun dun. You dun, should have had man. the front bottom teeth pulled and sent in and aged him for. Yeah, sure. I should have, but I really didn't want to have my dreams haunted the rest <laughs> of my <laughs> life. So hey, I, man. <laughs> you can't worry about that. I just pretended I didn't think about. It. I just, it's pff, a badass deer, man. You, you can't. Yeah. I know you know,
0: but it's. You had a great season. I had a great season. Eric, I wish you would have had a great season. It's not over yet. Um, can we let's. Transfer something here. We're coming to the end here. Um, Scott Clark, I would have shot him twice and missed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, next week is the archery trade show. Oh boy, yep. there's going to be yep. a lot of big things going on there. There always is. It's one big party, a lot of fun. All the all the big dogs are there. New products are coming out. Um, Elite, of course, they've announced on Facebook, and I'm not
1: going to try and pry anything out of you. I wouldn't do that to you, Ross. I'll uh, have. The five, I'm gonna say five, new bows sitting at my place on the tenth. Really? Yep. That's these. That's the
0: first day of ATA. You won't even be that's there. That's
1: the day they announce it. They'll be sitting at home. Whoa. T- I have to tell my wife to go out there and throw them in there in the shop and lock it up until <laughs> uh, I get home. Oh, are you good. are you going down to ATA? I'm going to ATA. So um, I'll be there when they announce it and then i'll go. just know when i get home i get to play with them so yeah, what
0: day go. they're announcing it the first day of the 10th which yeah. would be the tuesday yep tuesday yep. yep um eric will be there i will now be there what yeah what are you Earth's doing gone? working i was supposed to work oh, he's should... going he's going i'm He'll going now i found oh. out today that i get to go really that a boy yes yep i my i have a really cool boss and he's like, hey, man. Good you, deal. You did it the right way then.
1: He's like, Dude. You weren't
0: sick or you had a doctor's appointment? Nah, talked to him all about good. it. good. Is, man. Is he's your uh, boss
3: letting you take off?
1: My boss is, is letting me, wait, wait, but right I now? took a lot of pride. Your boss okay.
0: must be a beautiful man. Yeah. Beautiful
1: Does, man. <laughs>
0: are you going? Are you really have going? a beard? Yeah, I'm really going. Oh, man. nice.
1: My boss is like,
0: hey, you, you know, you can go. Good. That's right. going to be a blast, I think.
2: No, no. you didn't tell me.
1: I want to wait to tell it on the podcast. I found out like surprise today. Yeah. Well, so, Kurt yeah. and Eric will be Clark, there. I, uh, so me i won't. Me and Austin Chandler and my buddy Tyson Hart are going. Uh, and then Clark will be there. All the elite guys will be there. Mm-hmm. But poor Clark is going to be working the whole time. <laughs> he's yeah. the master of turkey calls, so he's going to be in there uh, working the turkey calls over. I'm, I'm not going to let him sit there. I'll hang out with him for the majority of the time so right, right. we'll go see
0: him we'll go oh, see yeah him. yeah it, it'll be fun man it, it always is a good time and um we'll do a podcast right after when we get back talk yeah. about what's new what's cool yep. who, who's not cool anymore that happens every year oh We're, yeah we, Morgan. Cool? <laughs> <laughs> yep. no, i'm just kidding no <laughs> that's that's a straight up joke i'm joking that guy is a legend always will be um we get him on the wall yeah i have a big ass poster of him right here next to me um but it's all good and fun. Like no matter what company you shoot for or what you use, that's right. It, yep.
1: you're. I'll tell you what. We're he, the same industry, man. I've taken a lot of his pointers, and I'll continue to read mm-hmm. up on him and yep. listen to him. Dude, and he knows his bows. I'm mean, like he's 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 talented. There. I have
0: a playlist full on YouTube oh, yeah. of Levi Morgan tip videos. I, I'm Levi Morgan's biggest fan. I really am. Yeah. I I love Levi Morgan. I. Watches videos, I follow his stuff. I don't care what he shoots, man. The guy's a legend. Like shooter, archer of the year for the past ten years or something yeah. crazy.
3: It don't matter what he shoots. That
0: guy can shoot any bow he wants, and yep. he just—he's good, man. He's. Some people are gifted with talent, but that guy puts in work.
1: You he know, does. Oh, yeah. and I love his tips, man. You sit there, you sit there, and and he says he practices it long distance all the time. Right, right. Well, and he it's gives true. educated. It, it works if you go out there, like I've i've sat there and shot 100 yards 90 yards 80 yards work your way in 50 and is easy at that so so when you shoot at a deer at 50 or 47 or six right. or whatever mm-hmm. it is it's, it's really like not that bad because you right and you practice nonstop. it's almost instinct because in the moment i think a lot of guys can can uh, uh agree with this that yeah. when you're at full draw you almost blur everything out you don't remember pulling your release you know you're focused on that deer yeah and that's it and you're hoping that arrow you watch that arrow go right behind the shoulder well when you get in that moment if you haven't been practicing maybe maybe things fall apart for you and you miss and you don't know why and you know if you go back there and you go through the motions it's almost instinct you go to full draw on a deer running through well, every it's day. that. It's instinct. It's muscle memory. It's just one of those things like you shoot like, man,
0: I even looked through my peep. Yeah. Oh, of course I did. I practiced. You right. know, I just, I did it every You're day. Comfortable. And
1: shoot your bow. Go shoot your bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
0: that's the thing, man. I, When I say I'm one of the biggest Levi Morgan fans, I'd say I am without being like weird. You know, maybe I am weird. I don't know. But like, I don't I, I follow tournament archery. Like, yeah, I dabble with it. Like, Bo Junkie's doing some cool stuff where they cover that, and, you know, they just did the podcast with Levi and Samantha about them switching. I don't care what they shoot, man. That's what, And I think it was cool. Like, I watched the videos. Like, you know, this isn't a money thing. Like He was up on Matthews, and he went back, and it's yep. kind of a relevant topic. He started topic. on
3: Matthews, right?
0: Yeah, yeah it's whatever. But, yeah, man, like, Jesse Broadwater went from Hoyt to Matthews. Yep. Or, you know, there's – there's guys moving to elite and That's what going Buddy, from – Marty Mills,
2: he said that uh, – because he's he's a big Matthew shooter, and he said now that they got Levi back and Jesse Broadwater, he's like, every other boat company is going to shut down. That's what he thinks. <laughs> no, it doesn't
1: work that way, man. It doesn't no, work no, that no, way. No, man. No. We just, it and work we don't way. want any of them to shut down. We just – No, yeah. Want, he, uh, it we, doesn't work that way, you know. it's You know, it's – Everybody's – there's no – really, you shouldn't have – I don't know. For me, I just don't. I don't care if if somebody's selling the most bows or some. You know what? Right, right. Go ahead. Let's take your numbers. Let's add it to this company and that company and that company, and let's be thankful that mm-hmm. we've got that many people buying bows and shooting them. Yeah, yep. Right. I mean, that's Absolutely. that's fun. I think, yeah. man, more people
0: need to back up like the bow industry. When I, the compound bow, the recurve bow industry, and not that I'm a hater against uh, like uh, crossbows. But I would like to see less crossbows and more compound and recurves,
1: honestly. Like, it kind of makes me You cringe. can come to 164 Outdoors and buy a Cam-X crossbow anytime. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I was like, okay, you good. Can, you can. But
0: you know what I'm saying, though? Like, you get what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm not against the crossbow industry. Right. But I would much rather see compounds and recurves take away. Absolutely. And, I agree. Know, you know? Well, yeah. But, but I, mean, you look I at will it.
1: say that I would more see – I would rather see a – Crossbow than an air bow or whatever mm, that, that, thats you know. a fact.
0: That's <laughs> Steve, a fact. Steve looked at me when Ross said oh, air yeah. bow. I kind of—I didn't freak out. Okay, well,
1: keep we, ha- that. we had
0: a, a guy. Uh, we had state, state, state senator I don't think Neil Anderson. Even, I don't
1: think there's even a topic he just stopped talking. Okay, like, so we're it's done. It, there's no air bows. We just yeah. That's we, just, we
0: had a Neil Anderson. He's uh-huh. a state center Great dude. He's, we have him scheduled for another podcast. He brought up the airboats. He just asked our opinions, and I kind of—I didn't freak out. Maybe I did. Can't yeah. believe he talked to a senator like that. Good I, lord! You God. did. Did you listen to that podcast? Yeah, I did. You did. <laughs> I mean, you didn't get out of line, but you definitely set your—I <laughs> made my opinion straight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that and, bad? I mean, I feel like it was. A, it's, you should do that. Don't right? feel bad. No. It, because you know, other thing is Neil. Things. He didn't mean anything by. It. He was like, "Oh, dude, I was just wondering. no." He's, he's like, "Oh, man. dude, chill out, man." He was. About to do it. He, he, he told me he's, <laughs> he's about to come over out. across the table, and knock you out. He was like,
1: <laughs> no, he's like, "He's fine." Sit no, back man. down. I bet somebody's talked to him worse than that. So oh yeah, getting, for oh, sure. Yeah. Well, if you
0: were at Archery Trade Show last year when the Airbow made its uh, mm-hmm. debut, debut right next to the Elite booth, it was a little annoying trying to talk to Darren Christianberry when you got. Well, when oh. we first heard it,
3: we th- we kept thinking that a bow was exploding, just annihilating midair, and we're like, "What in the hell is well, that?" Scott
0: Clark made a good point. Gets more hunters in the woods, though. No, we don't want that at all. No, either. no, no. <laughs>
1: but
3: for crossbows, I think yeah. he's talking
1: crossbows. He's talking crossbows. You know what? Probably. Yeah, but I can see. In... I can see the yays and the nays. Right, right, right. You know what? Yeah. If you're if you're a uh, grandpa. Has showed you, shown you, right. or showed your dad, who showed you how to hunt, and he has a chance to go out there. He used to be an old bow hunter. He can't pull a bow anymore. Go out there and join in on the fun. Mm-hmm. To right. To go right. sit in a ladder stand cross and shoot a deer all the way. a crossbow, yes. and yes. he gets to be part of the fun. Yep. You, you know what? You could completely draw up, agree, man. You can draw agree. up a hundred different scenarios, and or scenarios if you're an asshole. But <laughs> you know what I mean. If you sit there and say. Uh, let's do this uh this way. Uh then there's a whole bunch of gray area all the way around it. Right. But if if I, I think That's that true. crossbows are okay. And look at Matt Cummings; he shot almost a 200-inch deer mm. with a crossbow. I'm not anti-crossbow, though. I don't want that point to arm. come across. Like I'm not anti- No, no, no. Yeah, bow. you're good. I, I know that. I'm just right, but I don't know whether I'm convincing myself that I agree with this topic or not. I don't. I don't. Well, know. It, the thing I do agree with you. Like
0: elderly, for sure, keep them in the sport, man. Hunters' dollars; they got to get after. They they still have mm. that passion, that drive, and and that's the only way you can do it. You can, you know, if you got a broken arm or a busted yep. shoulder. Do what you got to do, man. You know, yeah. like Matt, he's scheduled for a podcast. Also, we're, we're, we got him hustled out. We're we gonna some podcast going. Good. You know, that's good I mean, for him, just man. Not gonna quit hunting. You yeah, you get, can't do you it. Do what you got to do. Can't Absolutely. do it. And then you know, if you're disabled, by all means, you got to do what you got to do, man. Get the only, outdoors.
1: The, the only way that I put my foot down is an air rifle. I'm sorry, but no, it's, it's it can't happen. Air rifle, air bow. I meant, I meant air bow. I'm sorry. Right. That's what I yeah. meant.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say air bud next. Air rifle?
1: I, no. I I, no, it's a <laughs> go shoot a deer with an air bow. Scott <laughs> was cross about crossbows. Scott was
0: talking about crossbows. Did I say Scott was crossing about crossbows? Yes. Yes, yeah, that's what That's what you said. He
1: was talking about crossbows. Yeah, pretty yeah. dope. Yes. right? Yes. I said that. Yeah.
0: Pretty cool. Um, So it's an interesting topic. Do you think that is. the air bows will be back this ATA? Let's hope not. I hope I, I We're I, talking
1: I, air bows not air rifles like I said. Air yeah. bows.
3: Um we're going to find out here in about a couple of days.
0: It'll be fun. If there's yeah, um that? Tuesday, right? Next Tuesday. 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 We're going to yeah. try and take a lot of pictures and and post them and we'll talk about it all and we'll give our take on it and we'll be completely honest. I think Steve's phone's doing something weird
1: again. I think it's about time to wrap it up here. Yeah. Um 124 in. 25.
2: Hey, we should go uh, 164, huh?
0: Uh huh. One sixty four. Um, Joel Hammer. Hey guys, definitely keep me from being bored at work. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, get um, back to work. What do you th- thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is working Glass bowhunter, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, thanks for coming on the podcast again. This is your fourth time. I think so. Man, fourth, Pete. I can't believe it. Why do you keep coming back, man? Why? I don't know. I don't know. It, it was I too. It, I don't know.
1: I maybe just, maybe these I'm, guys are I'm gonna, drawn in.
2: Maybe these guys are going to change. He's on the phone with Clark. Yeah, man. Maybe this is going to be the best. Ah, nope. Steve's puking in the yard. Yeah, now, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking
1: one of these times I'm going to catch Stephen on a quiet day and I'll actually get to talk over him. It kind of hey, happened. It did. It, <laughs> it did. It. We covered a lot of ground here today, Ross. <laughs> we did. We did. I think Eric's so.
0: always quiet as normal. I don't know if it's because I cut Eric off all the time. or if it's No, just, you you guy, no, no. He guys, just sits you, there. No, you he guys did. all do. It's okay. Yeah. I'm used to it. You're a man of few words, but wise input, you know? Well, I know. Yeah, shut up, Eric. When, when he can, does talk, you can't say anything about the prototype, but it's on Yeah, we have some prototype working class hunter hats on right now. Um, <laughs> I don't. Well, nah. you don't have one. You're not cool enough. You
1: got the Lindsay Way on though. I do. Big man, shout is, out geez. to the Lindsey Way. Yeah. Do you know uh, the, those guys at all? Do I know them? No. Yeah, but I the... follow them and. <laughs> oh, yeah, monsters, Ross. Man, I'm not going to try and put you on blast. Can, here. I, I mean, I, uh, you don't have to blast me. I could, I could literally sit here and talk for another 20 minutes.
0: Ooh, we got a little. You almost yanked our whole our whole equipment off nice. here, Ross. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Man. Um, when is your show aired? I That's me putting you on blast.
1: Can't tell you. For <laughs> sure, he doesn't even know. I think it's gonna you be mid-February. it will be like oh, episode six. or What seven. about
0: just in general though? When the when the
1: yeah, respect th- the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they started airing the twenty-sixth already. So okay. they've already aired episode two last a night. Closer to the mic. You're good. They've aired episode. <laughs> <laughs> they've aired oh, episode man. two last night. So okay, um, it was an antelope hunt, and I don't know what episode three has a hold, but. Uh, the the faster that these episodes start going through, uh, the more pressure it puts on me. I got to get a hard drive sent to Paul Biggs, mm. the editor, Ooh. because I'm supposed to be six or seven, and that's coming up quick. So I yeah, gotta- <laughs> We're I'm, I now. can't
0: wait to watch the whole. Huh? It's cool to watch people I know on the show.
1: Yep, oh, it's absolutely.
0: cool. Someone that we can have in studio that is willing to talk to us for whatever reason and do this podcast. You know, we, we are thankful yeah. for you more than you probably know. And okay. this is me being sincere, you know, I'm I, all joking aside, we really do appreciate you coming in yeah. and doing the podcast and taking the time out of your day and telling your wife I gotta go talk to these idiots. And <laughs> yeah. uh, we do appreciate that and people like hearing you, man. They really do. We get okay. a lot of good input every time you do an episode. Really good. Well so I hope I don't ramble too much today. So. No,
2: it's always funny every time you do an episode too, like we'll see like the new likes and it's just like a random bigger Whoever, mm. like, so like your family <laughs> will like start filtering in, and it's like, I wonder if they're related to Ross.
0: Well, So <laughs> something else we might as well cover before we, for we sign off here is we are doing a, something fun for us to interact with listeners and guests that we've had on. We're mm-hmm. doing a Working Class Bowhunter Awards, and this is kind of just a fun little thing we thought up to basically make a voting poll for different categories. I think we have Best Guest Hunting Show. Best um, company, Personality. best yeah, best company guest uh, episode. We we made a category category called local legends, and that is people from our local area that we look up to, that are considered to know their shit. Yeah, and, and we've had it on the show. yeah. I mean, and their episodes are listed. Yeah, I've had on the show, and they can you can go and find their episodes. Ross is in the local legends category, so was Clark. Um, and voting is going to end at the end of January. And we're getting some awards made up. It's actually... There's going to be some legit awards made. like Mm -hmm. Homemade awards. Something that you can put somewhere on the desk. So go to workingclassbowhunter.com. You can see the awards thing. Go on there and you can vote. And this is just a fun way to kind of talk to our fans and guests and whoever else. Not that we have fans, but um, (laughs) this is something fun to do, you know? Right. Right. The store is being created right now. That's coming soon. Um there's a lot in the work, so much that I really can't even think clearly about it. Should we give him um, a
3: close-up of the hat?
0: You can do that, yeah. I'll Should give you it. Yeah. Do it, Eric. There you go. Show it off. That hat looks well, good. They're,
1: they're premium. They're nice. I've seen this on Snapchat up close, but I don't think Facebook has seen it up close. Oh, Look yeah. at it. it oh, yeah. That's a nice hat. Look nice at that. Hat.
2: Um. hat. That uh, it's not a nice hairline, but good for you for putting the hat back <laughs> oh, on. Oh man, way <laughs> to put him on board. You not that in the video, so no oh, one yeah. cares. No, no. <laughs> Reach
0: over and punch him live on Facebook. Oh, now I'm sick. You can't hurt punch me. him. Punch him till he pukes, man. Oh, okay, man. well, I think that that's gonna do it. You guys got anything to add?
2: Thank you, Ross, for coming on. Check out 164 Outdoors. Are you on Instagram with that yet, or just check you out on?
1: Yeah, just my personal. Okay, you know, i not nothing too crazy yet. Yeah,
0: Yet. Eric, you don't yet. Know. That's a high five from <laughs> that Eric is. Tarras. Okay. Um, and then we have – we'll sign off with the Scott Clark, Eric, good luck the rest of the season. Get out there and drop an Iowa monster. I know. I need to get on it. So I think that is going to do it. Steve, I think you can shut down the old Facebook Live there. And, guys, thanks for tuning in. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Thanks.